Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Home Energy Design. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and today I'm gonna share with you one of the girls from my Woo Crew. I consider her one of my secret weapons, Miss Jamie Fox. Jamie is a little bit different for my Woo Crew. Some of the other gals that I have in my crew are a little bit more tangible. It's easy to put your thumb on exactly what it is that they do. And while Jamie is a professional stretch therapist, her secret weapon that she has is that she is a channeler, a psychic, and a medium. And it's through this gift, I call it the gift of gab, of channeling that she is able to tap into the divine and truly help her clients to find understanding, to really find how to heal themselves. As a stretch therapist, her talent can go really far beyond the analytical training of her medical degree. Like she can't, you know, she can go through and and do the stretch therapy, but it's through the information of energy that she gets through channeling and the information that she channels that allows her to be a natural conduit of healing. And she can go straight to the source. She can go straight to the issue that's causing the pain. For instance, maybe somebody has PTSD and they're hanging on to that emotion without realizing it. She can place her hands on that body She can get this information and she can immediately release it because she hears what that pain is coming from. And listen, her energy is electric. When I am in her presence, she lights my ass on fire. My energy is like vibrating. I can feel it. Plus, my intuition is like so on fire when I'm around her. And I've also used her many times as counsel for my own clients. And really through her guidance, I've been able to offer incredible healing. Like I will be talking to her about a project and and what I need to do to really heal the home. And I'll come up with ideas and she'll get right to the heart of the matter. She will tell me exactly what's going on. And it'll be something that maybe I already know, something that I'm feeling, but I'm not trusting. And she'll just pinpoint it, which I love. So I'm excited to share her with you today. I've had others on the show before that are a part of my crew, Megan, Sharita. So I'm revealing all of my secret weapons, and I think you're going to love her. Real quick, I want to do some quick housekeeping. It's your favorite part, right? This is actually really, really fun housekeeping. I am going to be in Sterling, Virginia in about three weeks. I will be meeting up with angel extraordinaire and coach Chris Alexandria. She and I are actually going to be uh, crafting some really cool shenanigans. Uh, She and I are going to be putting together a workshop of sorts, and this meeting is going to be about us putting that together, planning, and whatnot. But I want to put out there that if you are in this area, the Washington, D.C. area, Virginia area, 
and would like to meet up with us to talk about feng shui, energy, and all that woo stuff, reach out to the Gates team and let us know that you're interested. You can uh, just email letschat at thegatescompany.com. If we get about six or so people that are interested, we'll go ahead and put that together. In addition, I'm going to be in Studio City at the end of April out in California. So if you'd like to set up a feng shui consultation while I'm out there, you can contact us at that same email. And if you're interested in a meetup out there, I will have most of my Woo crew with me. I'm going to have Megan and Sharita with me. So if you'd like to put together a meetup out there uh, to uh, definitely get into some shenanigans, uh, we could have a lot of fun. So just email us at letschat at thegatescompany.com if you're interested in these things uh, or would like more information. And I also want to mention uh, back in November, I shared with you Todd, the CEO of Dry Farm Wines and Holy Bananas. I got a trial subscription back in November and I thought, oh, I'll just try it, see what I think. I am totally addicted. Oh my God. I think what the intimidation is, because this is what I did, is I went on there and I was like, Ugh, a subscription. I don't need a subscription to wine. Like, I don't want to be committed to wine. What if I don't like it? So I went ahead and I got an order of it. The other thing is, is that I don't drink a lot of wine. I would say on average, like I would buy a case from the Biltmore or if I traveled somewhere that had wine, I would buy a case and I might have it for an entire year. So it seemed ridiculous to me that I was going to buy six bottles. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have this forever. Well, I signed up for that uh, subscription. I got six bottles in November and by the end of December, I was out of wine. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I actually drank all this wine. And so I thought maybe it was because of the holidays. So I went ahead and I uh, ordered my next uh, six bottles and I drank all those within like four weeks. And so now I am on a monthly subscription and I never thought in a gazillion years that I would drink this much wine. But the reason why I'm drinking it is because I'm enjoying it so much and it doesn't taste like traditional wine. You can't taste the chemicals and most importantly, the ethanol. Oh my gosh. When I open a regular bottle now, I can just smell the alcohol in it as opposed to dry farm that has a very low alcohol content in it. And the cool thing is, is don't get intimidated by this subscription. Once you sign up for that first order, you can go into the back end and you can totally customize it. Like my mom is getting her bottles, I think every three months. And my uncle also signed up and I think he's uh, gotten his to where it's set up to where he gets wine every two or four months. So you can go into the back end and customize it. Just fair warning, if you do, you'll probably end up changing it because it's so damn good. I practically attack my UPS guy because I'm like jonesing for my wine and I'm usually out of it. So, and I also want to mention uh, Todd put together a great uh, promo, this kick-ass promo that if you do dryfarmwines.com forward slash Amanda Gates, he'll throw in an extra bottle for free. So, well, he, I think he said he has to do it for a penny because legally they have to charge something. But I mean, a penny, you can do that. 
So take advantage of that. It's such a great promotion. And I've had a lot of people sign up for that to get their free bottle. And um, they end up really, really enjoying it. And I want all of you to take advantage of that because the show is all about, you know, cultivating better chi, taking care of ourselves, you know, becoming healthier so that we emanate better quality chi, better quality energy. And I think that we just really underestimate the chemicals that are in our food and also our wine. So I want you to check that out because it's really good. I'm addicted to it. Alrighty, today we're going to talk about Jamie and her line of work, how she works with masters, what it's like to tap into the divine wisdom, and how she has helped many with her healing. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates. And today we have on Jamie Fox. Welcome, Jamie. Um, so she's got a plethora of skill sets under her belt. Um, I don't even know if I can name them all. I always, uh, poke fun at her and say that she has the gift of gab, um, because she's a medium and a psychic and a channeler and all those things. But, um, by profession, you're a stretch therapist. So Mm -hmm. let's start there. What exactly is a stretch therapist? So it is a one-on-one table-based manual therapy. Scientifically, that, you know, brings mobility and movement to the body back to the patterns that it wants to be in to function at its fullest potential. I don't make football players ballerinas. I always say that. I make them the best, you know, I, I... unwind their body to where they need to be in order to function at their best, whether you're sitting at a desk or you're playing in the NFL. So um, it's a very interesting, intricate body work that not a lot of people do. And my take on it is very intuitive. So I, I now in this year, 2019 spirit told me, um, I call myself an intuitive stretch therapist because I, I don't throw science out the window, but I have a very good way of merging the two of them together and um, walking people through their traumas, be them physical or emotional, um, to bring their body back into alignment and body as in mind, body, spirit, the whole connection back into alignment to our purest form. And I think that's what's the most interesting. You know, I think there's probably a lot of stretch therapists that are out there, but you have talked about how when you've worked on uh, a client, you would be essentially, especially like in the beginning, you'd be like, la, 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 I hear nothing. And then all of these like divine messages and information would come through, whether it be they have a kidney disease or they're struggling with this or your mom's right here. So tell us about that transition and how you just like, you go there now. Yeah. So, um, I, I didn't, it's so normal to me to be spiritually connected and have guidance. I didn't know that that's what I was doing. I just thought everyone had that and had that insight and um, things would pop into their head and they would act on it and it would be beneficial. I just thought that that was like how we all walk through society, right? And apparently not. So um, I really um, stepped into that part of my life about really strongly about five years ago. Um, I couldn't ignore it anymore and I couldn't deny that there was a higher power guiding me through the appointments that I was having. And I took the time to like really 
honor what I was receiving, honor who I was working with literally physically in front of me as my client on the table, but also the spirit beings around me. Um, and like they would show me stuff. Like for instance, <clears throat> I had a client, I have had him for five years straight. Um, sorry, almost seven years straight. And he came in one day and his back was bothering him. And we've walked through some back trauma and we kind of, you know, whatever. But this time I looked at him and I'm seeing he was sitting at a bar with his foot up on a bar stool, talking to someone, having an in-depth conversation while he's drinking and casually drinking, you know, he wasn't alcoholic or anything. And I said, um, and I asked him, this is the first time I actually like acted on that. Cause like I couldn't ignore it. And that's exactly why he, his body was twisted up the way it was in that specific moment, because what they were talking about was super intense and it kind of got stuck in his body. So I said, Hey, you know, so-and-so were you by chance out last night sitting on a bar stool, literally like this with your foot up leaning, having a drink. And he's like, how did you know that? I'm like, I don't know. I just saw it. So I just had this feeling and we just, let's go there. And like, literally I walked him through the manual therapy of stretch therapy and unwound his tissue. And we had this long conversation. I don't remember what it was anymore about what they were talking about. And, and, you know, and it turned out that that, that all that like emotional stuff got stuck kind of in his hip and then showed up in his lower back. Um, so we unwound it and that, um, and there's so many instances of that. Like I had a client, I'm not going to say who it was, but an NFL guy <clears throat> walk in. It was literally the first or second time I saw, I had an appointment with him and I, I like looked at him and he's like, what's the matter? And I'm like, well, I don't know, like, cause you know, NFL, like there's either reported injuries or not. And I knew that he had nothing reported. So I go, when's the last time you had a concussion? And he just looked at me and I go, cause I'm going to tell you, it feels like you had one three days ago and like, let's like manage this. And he just looked at me, he's like, how did you know that? I didn't even tell like the medical staff. And I was like, I just had this feeling, you know? And I said, is that true? Like, did you get hit on the right side? Like, was there a second impact on the left? Like I kind of walked through this, the hit that he took. <clears throat> and, and I was like, and are you, do you play specialty? Like, I'm like rattling all this information off because I'm seeing it and they're telling me, spirits telling me. And he's like, how did you do that? And I'm like, listen, nothing leaves these, this room. Like, I'm not going to tell anyone that you're a professional. Like you can report this or not to your medical staff. I suggest it, but what you do is on you. Um, but let's walk through it and let's, let's relieve some of these symptoms for you. So you can, you know, be comfortable with returning and not worrying. And we did. And, you know, 90 minutes later, he left lighter and less like he was like dizzy, like kind of like vertigo feeling. He had none of that when he left. Um, and he came back and he worked with me for the next couple seasons because of that. And I, that's, you know, my turning point of really stepping in is, okay, I've got like insider information on a lot of people, some things I don't want to know, but um, I could help them better understand their body, help me better understand their treatment that I'm going to kind of work with them with and move forward in the best way for them in that moment. So I don't know if that answers your question. I kind of want a tangent, but. No, that's good. We like tangents. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate just because I, uh, Jamie and I, uh, we were in a women's circle here in Nashville back in November and I had hurt my back 
and you had placed your hands on me and you did, you know, stretch therapy, but I could feel the energy coming out of your hands. You are definitely an electrical conduit, uh, more so than other people that I've worked with. So for those that are listening today, what is the difference between a stretch therapist and because you also do Reiki, but what is the difference between what a stretch therapist does as opposed to healing with energy work? Because you do both. I was going to say, is there a difference? Um, so that's, that is a loaded question because the stretch therapy is science. It's been tested and proved and there's a whole fascial congress that talks about, you know, manipulating that tissue, um, which I guess if not everyone is familiar, so there's fascia in the body, right? And it's this web-like structure, uh, tissue that doctors have dismissed and uh, it's like they cut through and they just push it to the side. But that fascia system is literally our light body in the physical form. It's our connection. It's our gateway through to, you know, our intuition, but also our, um, sor- our, our connection to source, our God connection. I'm going to say that because that's what I believe it to be. So I'm going to use those words as they're showing it to me. Um, <clears throat> so scientifically, it's been proven that that tissue holds emotions, blood flow. There's blood, there's blood, sorry, not blood flow, but there's blood in it. Um, it houses nerves and it encapsulizes the muscles, but also the organs and this and that. I can go on about that forever, but basically the fascia is what I work in as a stretch therapist. And it's what I also work in as an energy worker or an energy healer or a facilitator of healing. Um, so. The difference is stretch therapy physically moves the physical body, right? The physical, tangible touch. I can see you, right? Energy healing will go and manipulate in a positive way um, and transmute the energetic body. And the magic is that I've found is intertwining the two together. The stretch therapy with the physical fascia body, but also the energetic channeling of energy, facilitating the healing within the fascia body, also in the light body and the energetic body. That's pretty complicated and and probably like over some people's heads, so I apologize. But that's as simple as I know how to make it because this tissue is very understudied and very underappreciated. And especially in the combo with what I've been able to do over the last 10 years. So I know that's kind of a roundabout, but. Well, I I asked the question because I think you're a little bit of a triple threat. I'm sure that there are stretch therapists that are out there uh, that don't also uh, work on an energetic level. You know, to some degree, I'm sure everybody is, but they are not a quote unquote Reiki or energy healer. Right. Um, And I would argue that probably most of them are not an intuitive. So it's like you have this ability to work on an energetic level, a scientific level, and also a very intuitive level. And so it really allows you to get to the core of a lot of this stuff and really probably help at, at a much faster pace as opposed to someone else. Um, yeah, it's, it's curious because I was sitting with someone yesterday kind of explaining what I do and, and Spirit brought it to me and showed it to me right in my face. And the, so I've put my hands on, put my hands on, over 500 clients in the last 10 years. 
and a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the people have had a, a positive result. I've never had someone walk away being like, eh, I don't know, eh. you know, we've been able to create such a big change. I say we, cause me and my spirit team and the client together, it's a, it's a three way. It's not me doing anything specific to you. It's all of us working together. And that's huge. And I've never actually said that out loud because I never actually sat in and thought about it, but I'm here talking to someone yesterday who doesn't know me, doesn't really understand what he's a chiropractor. So he gets body work, but he doesn't know specific what I did. And I was like, you want me to say that? And spirit's like, yeah, like go ahead because you know, it's true. And, and I say a hundred percent success rate, literally not 99.999 because someone can come to me in a, a level 10 pain and leave in a level one, that's a huge success. Did I free them up in one session? Probably in the second session we did, but to bring them from a 10 all the way down to a one, huge. Yeah, and if we, you know, and if we shed light on a situation where, for instance, I had a client come in and, and you know, we did some work physical, she had some shoulder stuff, we did relieve that within a session. And then I started to unravel more of her energy and her tissue. And I had all these visions of, you know, her as a little kid, literally a four-year-old being kind of like hiding in a closet is the best way I can explain it. And not in a, I don't want to come out and show myself, expose myself in a, I'm in a traumatic situation. I'm literally hiding in a closet and she's been struggling with some you know, insomnia in this, but she's like in her fifties now and she still holds on, you know? And so we kind of been, we worked through a lot of that. And again, had I not stepped into the intuitive part of me, be it through the stretch therapy or just energy work or mediumship channeling, whatever, I wouldn't have been able to have such a great success rate. And that's not patting me on the back. That's just a real nod to spirit and them leading me and guiding me every step of every way in all instances. Now, let me ask you if um, somebody comes to you for stretch therapy, it sounds like most of them have had uh, some type of an event, they're in some sort of pain. Mm -hmm. Is that pretty much why they need to come to you is because there's something that is, uh, there's a physical pain in their body. It's all the above. So I've worked on um, like little kids. I had, the youngest client I've ever had was, I believe he was um, seven. Um, scoliosis, like struggled, but he was played baseball. So we, you know, honored his age, honored his science body and his structure and, and the fact that he wasn't grown into his body yet and moved him through some patterns and helped him with that. And I've worked on, I think my oldest client was, I believe he was 80. He was in his 80s. They're showing me 83. He may have been a little older than that, but he was like a pilot. And like still like totally with it, like, you know, and, but his issue was his hip was stuck and his hip was stuck because of a traumatic incident that happened when he was a kid. So we, he came in for a physical, didn't realize he was going to get all of it. And we kind of walked through that. And then I work with, you know, pro athletes, college athletes, high school athletes, little athletes, and they just need, you know, on a very sports level. Um, they, I just do kind of recovery, prevention, and um, mobility and keep it as surface as that if I have to. So it sounds like, if I'm hearing this correctly, um, 
it sounds like we can manifest pain, especially from a trauma, because we're holding it in our fascia. Is that correct? Big time. That nailed it. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's important for the audience that's listening today. You know, if you've got lower back pain or um, I always have shoulder blade pain, but, you know, I think that's a curious thing to, you know, oh, well, I sit at a desk all day or, you know, what are the excuses that you're coming up with and have you taken it into consideration that it could literally be something that happened to you as a child or, you know, 20 years ago that you're not even recalling or remembering and that's what's manifesting as pain now in your life. Yeah. And I always say this, um, dis-ease creates disease, be it sickness or injury. And um, it's interesting how the body will manifest certain things or they'll have an injury like, oh, I sprained my ankle. And I'm like, interesting. And I kind of step out and then step into their energy and kind of look and I'm like, huh. And I'll kind of give them this whole scenario of up until that moment. And they're like, well, how did you know that? I just like sprained my ankle. And I'm like, your body's been calling for your attention to correct all of this other stuff that you needed a physical, you know, situation to happen, spraining your ankle to then now walk through and resolve that. And a lot of times pain and, and stuff comes from past life, which mm -hmm. is, very curious and very interesting to talk about because you know some people believe only in this lifetime or whatever but i've seen some stuff get like flipped over and flipped over into this lifetime and i'm like you have a physical manifestation and let's get through it and we walk through and go back and blah 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 take them through this whole thing and all of a sudden shocker their pain is either less or literally gone it's because we've you know walked back the timeline that we got frozen in, warmed it up, brought some healing, moved forward into this lifetime. Interesting. I, uh, I had a session with Megan, who uh, I've also had on the show. She's a Reiki healer. She um, did a session on me a couple of weeks ago, and she said, uh, I think you're Annie Sullivan from a past life. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll sit in that. I'll see. I, you know, I didn't really know anything about it. And I kind of sat in it and I, when I went into meditation, I, I got, yep, you were. And I still, you know me, I like the three. I don't mm -hmm. think anything. <laughs> and um, I uh, pulled up the picture of her husband and it was David. Recognized him immediately. But what was interesting is, is that, you know, she had all these great skill sets and everything. And, you know, I was still disregarding it, not really paying attention to it. But the one thing that made me go, ah, she had chronic right eye pain. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm like, of all the skills and all the amazing things that she had, this is what I carry over. I have chronic right eye pain. I mean... <laughs> Of all the things. Well, and there's, there's, and there's more to that, if I may. Yes. So um, it's not that you carried over the chronic eye pain. It's the, it's the carryover of, you know, I don't trust what I'm seeing or I don't want to see things clearly. And we are sacrificing ourselves at the expense of ourselves, manifesting something so that I don't see it or that I don't, you know, dot, dot, dot. So you carry that over into this lifetime to 
to literally acknowledge it, honor it, leave it in the past and literally move forward, sign the contract and move on, <laughs> which is very interesting. Yeah. And it, well, and it's inter what's interesting is that it would uh, manifest as a migraine, which I, mm -hmm. I don't deal with that too much now. But one thing that has been a really fun party trick for me is that um, if I am around a negative situation, it is the thing that is my indicator. It's like, it's literally my painful red flag that says, get the frick out of here. Um, it's always what flares up when I'm in a, in a bad situation or around a very negative thing or a negative person. Um, it starts to flare up and I know I've got to go. Right. Yep. It's your, but that's, it's your meter too, which is interesting. So it's not that you're going to resolve it and it's going to go away in a sense where, um, you've now understood that that's what your, for instance, when I don't feel like I'm in a great place, my head will spin or like I'll feel something on my chest or whatever it may be, my stomach will turn. Understood, got it, protect myself. I'll put mirrors around myself if I need to, if I can't get out of where I'm at because I'm not going to let someone else's energy ever kind of affect mine anymore. I've done that for too long and I'm like, I'm good, um, which is something that, you know, I feel like, so they're like playing with me now. Someone's touching my back. I know, I'm like, you're all right. fidgety right now. Yeah, because they come in and they start getting all like touching me. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. So I've had uh, um, another medium on the show before. So I think the audience has a, a pretty good idea of, of what that means and what that looks like. But one of the things that I think is a special talent of yours is that you are a channel. So explain to the audience what that is and what that means. And, you know, it's, it's just another skill set for you to really be able to convey valuable information to a person. But what is that and what does it look like? So <clears throat> spirit, like they called me an intuitive uh, stretch therapist. They, they gave me the term intuitive medium uh, until I can come up with a different word because it's, it's limiting. Um, I can talk to past loved ones. I could talk to your guides. I could talk to your spirit team. Um, I could talk to the ancient. I'm saying this, all the um, archangels are stepping forward in the white angels. Like, Guides, guardians, masters, here's Mary, Jesus, like they all just step in and I can listen to them and bring forward their guidance. There's also something that I can do, which I didn't realize I could do. Um, my dog's snoring, if you can hear him, sorry. Hey, Mason. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I do anything like this or talk about it, he's always right at my feet, which is funny because he's a super spiritual dog. Anyway, um, something that has been different, a different way of channeling is so there's channeling like listening so i listen to spirit to loved ones to masters guides angels whoever it may be that needs to step forward beings of other dimensions um whoever needs to step in to give the highest and and most important guidance will come in and i'm open to that divine communication also um so it's interesting because I'm like, show me exactly how you want me to explain this. I'm having a conversation as I'm talking. And 
loved ones I allow to kind of step into my energy from behind and use my voice to talk. Um, I have to be careful because I'll start to spin when I say this. <clears throat> there's, there's another, um, someone who, an entity that came to me, um, Krishna, who's the like Hindu God. And I'm not going to do it. I can't do it because I'll start to spin and get nauseous. But he has me put my hands in a certain way. And then I step into his energy and talk and give guidance that he wants to bring forward. Um, so there's a few different ways that I, that I do it. Um, if I'm in a healing session, if I'm facilitating healing, I literally step out of my body, allow, often it's Jesus, Mary, Archangel Raphael, a master on the other side per what the condition is that I'm working with them on. I'll let, they'll step in and kind of facilitate the healing. And I'm like watching, cool. Oh, I'm ready to come back. Cool. And I come back in, finish up and have a, have a great day. <laughs> so I know that's like loaded answer to what you're saying, but there's so many different things that um, I allow because I, I feel that it's important for spirit to get their voice heard. And if you're going to allow me to do that, then I'm going to honor that and open up for divine guidance and raise my vibration to match that in order for them to come through and bring forward the words and messages that they want. Let me ask you, since you, you know, you have such a enormous skill set with, you know, being a medium and a channel and, you know, um, you have all of these abilities does somebody ever come to you and say, I just want to talk to aunt Susie and like, she doesn't come forward, but something else does. I mean, I, I would assume that that happens a lot. Like it, it's really up to them on the other side, what they want the information to be or what they want to convey. And you're just simply a conduit. Is that right? Or can you call a certain spirit forward and, and you know, get that information? So, yeah, I've been able to, um, like, if you want to connect to Aunt Susie, bring them forward um, or ask them to step forward. Sometimes spirit, they're doing work somewhere else and they're doing what they need to do. And sometimes it's a very quick connection because literally they have a bigger job um, to go and fulfill. I have a great example of this one time. Um, I was doing a phone reading or a video reading with a, a woman in, I think she was in San Diego, but she was in California. It doesn't matter. And I was emailing with her and it was just a quick 20 minute reading. So I said, you know, give me the relationship of this person so I can sit in meditation and kind of, instead of, you know, having all the other people and then him come in last, you know, make that connection and, and hope to bring you the messages that you're hoping to hear. Uh, which I don't always do, but because it was such a significant 20 minute, like quick window of a reading, I wanted to make sure that she got to connect with who she wanted to. I said, don't give me the name, just give me at least a relationship. So she writes back <laughs> via email, Bob, period. And I'm like, <laughs> cool, that's exactly what I said not to do, but whatever. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to honor that and fine. So I sat, you know, and, and, kind of sorted through some stuff and I'm like, interesting, but like, okay. So then, then it's time to have the call. Right. So she comes on and like her grandma is right in front of my face. And I go, listen, I know you want to connect to Bob. I don't think you call your grandmother Bob. And she goes, 
she laughs. Oh, no. Like, but that's cute. You know, what does she have to say? And then all of a sudden, I'm talking with her, and this yellow lab comes running around and circles around my feet. That was Bob. And I have to, and I have such chills every time I say this, and I, and I, I told her why I didn't want her, you know, whatever. And, uh, and I have to thank her, and I do every day, because if she had said, I want to connect to my dog, I would have gotten my head and been like, I don't know if I can do that. I don't think I can do that. That's like crazy. Like, come on, dog, you know? And he gave her the most magical, beautiful healing messages. I mean, beyond what a, a, a loved one human ever was able to give someone. And it was the most beautiful thing ever. And I, and I had to thank Bob and because he taught me something magical and from that moment on, I was always open to whatever, whoever needed to come forward to bring in the best messages. So to answer your question, yes, I, I can generally bring forward someone. Um, sometimes if it's a spirit that wasn't, or a human, a person that wasn't the best person here on earth and they had passed and like sometimes they have to go and do a ton, a ton of work um, before they can come back forward and bring in any healing because they need to understand, okay, that lifetime, that contract, like here's what went wrong. This is what you did, you know, and now bring forward the healing. So sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes if that happens, they'll stand really far away and it's really hard for me to get a communication, but they'll kind of always come through. Um, so well, that's good to know because I was thinking that it really wasn't up to you, even if the person on the other side of your table is like, this is what I want. And you're like, well, that's great. But, you know, I have Jesus here, you know, something like that with yeah. a, a bigger, grander message. Um, I just wasn't sure that that was something that would be uh, controllable. I guess it, 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 it's a little bit of a strong word, but. Well, but, though, but that's exactly what it is. And that's, so I, my hope and wish and dream is to um, help communicate, spirit communicators to really understand the gift of communication that, that we've been taught somehow by someone somewhere, and I'm not going to get into it, um, to, to do this work in fear, which is there's nothing to be feared when you're wrapped with love. and love is actually the you know dissipator of fear so and the universal language and the universal and it, you know blah 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 right on and on and on and but we've been taught by these people who are mediums who went to schools and this and that you know to be feared fearful like oh you you work for spirit oh, you can't ask questions you can't call in someone there you don't have a direct line and I would love to help change that perception because I have seen it firsthand differently and I really attribute it to nothing other than me being open to experience all that is available to be experienced and then sort out what I want to kind of hang with and what I don't. Um, acknowledging the dark side, but also acknowledging the light because we have to have both in order to have a balance. So. I, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you know, nothing negative is going to come around. I'm so, that, the, the truth is, is that's possible. And how do you recognize that? And how do you then shift yourself to move forward? And 
if you're sitting in the vibration of love, it's high. And if you're sitting in the vibration of fear, it's a little, it's not a little, but it's lower than love. So um, anyway, long story, wrap around, but I'd love to um, eliminate the fear in this work because as a divine spirit communicator, be it loved ones or other, um, we can't operate out of fear. Well, and I think one of the, the greatest things that you have taught me is that um, it is really the ideology of man uh, where we have created this conception that, oh, well, because it's Archangel Michael or because it's Jesus or because it's Mother Mary, uh, we've put them up on a pedestal. And so they couldn't possibly be talking to me, you know, and... I had a, a great experience with Jamie. She and I went to a meditation class, like what was it in October or November last fall? Yeah. And I'm just sitting there chilling out. She's sitting next to me. And then all of a sudden I've got mother Mary standing in front of me. And I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, you know, I've had some, well, up to that point, I had had some pretty cool shit happen in meditation that was by far the best, but I was questioning it because I was doing the, well, why would she come to me? And I'm not religious. And, you know, what have I done to, you know, be honored with her presence? And, you know, I'm not deserving of it. So I, I it was all that human conditioning that had come in. And when we got out of the meditation, I was like smiling ear to ear. And I looked at Jamie and Jamie looked at me and she's smiling ear to ear. And she's like, so <laughs> what happened? And I'm like, um, I think I'm not sure, but I think mother Mary, she goes, yeah, I sent her to you. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. Cause I'm like, you know, I kind of asked her to step in and show herself and introduce herself real, like in a way that she couldn't deny that it was, you know, and I'm like, well, I wonder if it works. And then she's glowing next to me. I'm like, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that one of the things that Jamie has learned about me is that I tend to question everything. And, and it's the, I have the gift of three <laughs> where I get the message and I don't believe it. And I get the message again and I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know. And so it's the third one where I'm like, Oh, maybe I should listen. <laughs> so I think what was really uh, surreal about that experience is, is that the meditation was about 45 minutes. And as my mind wandered and drifted, Mary was with me the entire time, like right there. So no matter where I was, no matter what I was envisioning, whether I was meditating or going through my to-do list, Mary was there. Like it was undeniable that it, it, I couldn't have been making it up it is basically what I had gotten to. And so, um, I think through your guidance, uh, which, I wanted to talk about today is, you know, you offer this great level of coaching to help people. I think a lot of people, I know I'm intuitive and I think a lot of people will say, Oh, well, I'm not intuitive. I don't have that skill set." And, um, I definitely, I, I, for me, not only do I question it and not trust, but 
I also, I feel like I have moments where I'm very plugged in and the veil is very thin. And then I have other times where I feel like I can't do this. I'm just, I'm so dense. Like I don't have this skill. Like I, I kind of waffle. <laughs> and I think what's been great about Jamie, and this is also something that she does is, um, she helps people, you coach people and kind of act as a conduit to kind of like fire us up and turn us on and, and teach us um, this skill set. And one of the things that she did to me, uh, she put a fire under my ass by putting <laughs> a key in my hand and said, tell me everything that you know about this key. And my logical analytical left brain immediately turned on and I was like, I know nothing. <laughs> I have no idea who this belongs to. I know nothing. And through her coaching, uh, she prompted me to ask better questions and to, uh, dive deeper. And she has a friend that's on the other side by the name of Tex. And he was um, kind of guiding me through the process. And lo and behold, I was able to uh, turn on the clairvoyance. I was able to ter ter turn on the clair audience, the sentience, like all the clairs starting, uh, started opening up with your guidance. So tell us about how you, how you do that and how you do that for other people and, and how if somebody is listening today and they want to, you know, fire up their intuition, there's somebody like you out there that helps with that. <laughs> So um, basically what, what I do is I just sit into, sit into the energy with you and see how you're getting information. Are you feeling it? Are you seeing it? Are you hearing it? And that, are you just doing healing work? Do you want to expand your gifts in a, as, as a healing facilitator? Um, I just kind of sit in and, and meet you where you are and then either go higher, deeper, higher vibration, deeper within um, to kind of explore all of the, the avenues that are available to you. My friend on the other side is an incredible teacher. He was an incredible teacher in this lifetime and he's a magical teacher as a spirit. Um, so I do work with him a lot and with other people and he's brilliant and he really pushes. Um, people to feel out and understand what spirit energy is and the communication is um, it's different than the words that I'm saying out loud you're hearing them processing and then talking again spirit speaks in a different way so he's really good at helping people develop um, but basically what you know like I said what I do is I sit into your energy and I see it's it's like a double link if you will and see how this is coming in, what spirit's showing you, um, how to kind of step forward and trust. Like for instance, Tex showed Amanda a bowl of pasta. Didn't make any sense to her. Um, I totally discredit it. I was totally like, like, let it go. Yeah. And what does then, pasta have to do with this damn key? <laughs> yeah. And he was a chef. Food was a huge thing. I'm Italian. Pasta is a big thing. Like, so. It's, it was about kind of understanding what, you're, what you were receiving and then sitting with that spirit as well as someone who's kind of guiding you through it and, oh, that's why he's showing you that or, oh, that's what that could mean. Let's feel into that deeper. Is there a feeling that comes in with, with this image? Um, and, yeah, 
I don't know if that answers your question, but that's the best way I can explain it because when I sit with someone, it's different every time. It's just what do you need in this moment and let's walk through that together. Um, well, I think it was just a great um, experience because like I said, I have these moments where I feel like it's, it's really turned on and like uh, I experience it a lot with clients where the information just comes to me and like it, it just makes sense. And I do the three thing even with my clients because I'll get the information. I'll be like, oh, well, I'm not sure. And then, you know, I get a bobcat in the tree or something like <laughs> they start shouting at me. But I, I definitely I waffle because I'll have these moments where like, oh, well, I mean, that was just kismet. That was just like a little thing that, that just kind of happened. And, you know, and, and Jamie jokes with me all the time and, and tells me how powerful I am from an energy standpoint. That's but, not a joke. That's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I blew out the HVAC system and destroyed my computer. And she's like, do you believe me now? <laughs> I'm like, do you get it yet? <laughs> and, uh, but I thought what was really fun about the experiment was um, you opened up all my clairs and you really helped me to understand how spirit communicates and I keep joking with Jamie that, can they just send me a text message? <laughs> can they just, instead of showing me a bowl of pasta, can they just send me a text message? Because like with her prompting, I was able to like make sense of it and put the story together. But I could see how, you know, if you don't have the skill set or if it's not something that you do all the time, how you can totally either misconstrue the message or ignore it entirely, right? Um, yeah. So. I mean, the big, the biggest thing though, and I said this too, and I'm going to always say this, it's the biggest thing that I had to understand is trust. Mm -hmm. Like trust a few things, trust that you're receiving information, trust how you interpreted it and trust that even as ridiculous as a bowl of pasta may be, that mm -hmm. it's going to resonate with the person that you're either sitting with or it'll resonate with you at some point in the near future. Well, and I think what's also important to mention is that all of us, well, all of us do have this, but all of us are, our skill sets are different. And like one of my good friends, who's also a coach, um, her gift is she, see, she sees colors. So she doesn't really see auras around people, but as they talk, a color will come in her brain and she knows that those colors are associated with things that are meaningful to her. Mm -hmm. so she said, you may say something and I may see green. And she said, green may mean something entirely different to you, but to me, it means these things. Right. And I think that's what's so important because um, when I, I did some energy work at my house a, about a month ago and I blew out my HVAC system in my computer and like, I didn't put it together. I was just like, I did this little ceremony, then all this shit started breaking, and it was like two <laughs> days later, I was like, oh my God. So I'm thinking, okay, great, but what do I do with this? Like, and I still don't know, I'm still working through that. But interestingly enough, I, um, one of my mentors is a shaman, and he and I were on the phone last night, and we were doing a ceremony for a local school, because one of my client's daughters is being bullied, Mm -hmm. And so we did a ceremony last night and he gave me the visualization to hold. 
And so I'm holding this visualization and he's in the background hitting his drum and chanting like, you know, like a Cherokee Indian in the background. I don't know what the hell he was doing. All of a sudden I hear this like crash, bang, boom. The phone goes out. He calls me back. He's like, the lights went out, the computer crashed and my phone went out. It, he had to call me on a landline. I'm like, you have a landline? <laughs> but we blew, we blew everything out. So that's twice now where I've been involved in a ceremony and I've done that. And I'm like, okay, well, everybody keeps telling me I'm powerful. This is now the second time I've done this. I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to do with this talent because I keep breaking stuff. But I think it's just a testament that we all have something like this. And it's a matter of working with someone like you to help us hone that and, and learn how to manage it and work with it. Yeah. And, and look, it's our divine birthright to be spiritually connected, to have all these gifts of intuition, whatever that looks like for you, whatever that looks like for me, whatever that looks like for anyone listening. And, um, the biggest thing, like I said, is trust, but it's also, and Amanda will roll her eyes. It's being specific, being super specific. So, do we want to keep blowing all our stuff out? Well, we live in this earth realm, right? So we have to kind of play by earth rules, meaning honoring the fact that we have electrical system, honoring the fact that we have an HVAC system and phones and this and that. And, you know, we can, cause they keep showing it to me, like be pinpoint. They keep like pinpointing what it is instead of going everywhere, kind of, you know, having this direct, um, I'm saying that and then they're like, well, but you know, you'll probably still blow stuff out because. <laughs> well, and you do it too. You've, you, your car would have. I was just going to say, cause they just showed me my electrical in my car and I'm like, yeah. And, and that's the unfortunate side of the being side in a, of the profession. <laughs> well, but being in a dimension that doesn't, how do I word this? Being in a dimension and doing the work of another dimension that doesn't support this vibration, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's well, we're kind of doing the, the fifth and sixth dimensional level of work and a third dimensional reality. Yep. Um, and our, our reality is, is uh, raising, we're trying to, which is something else that um, you and another gal that we know, Tanya, um, you know, you two combined are, um, working with helping other light workers to turn on, get activated, you know, help make this change. Um, what are some things that you two are doing? Uh, her name is Tanya Mosley. Um, but that's kind of what you guys have been doing is you've been combining your talents to help light workers like me who are like, well, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> you know, it's like, I envision myself, like I'm in the woods, like I'm like the little wizard that's like four years old and like, I've got things like shooting out of my hand and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And like, you two are like, okay, <laughs> this is what you do. <laughs> Bring it back in. Um, so yeah, we... We, how do I explain what we do together? So we're developing a lot of different workshops and things to come um, in 2019, but more importantly, 2020. 2020 is going to be a big, huge year for that push. We, we kind of missed the boat a couple years ago um, in the collective to raise our vibration. So um, 
we have been working together to, to put together things that are appropriate in timing that people are ready to hear, to listen to, and to try. Um, but the biggest thing, the biggest like element that we'll put out there, literally our intention is to break down any fear blocks that we all have and to kind of leave the fear, acknowledge it, respect where it came from. It no longer serves us and move forward. And now in this different vibration, people always ask, how do I raise my vibration? How do we raise the earth's vibration? How do we do this to, you know, bring our vibration up? Like, how do you do that? Um, it's very simple. It's very complicated, but it's very simple. You let go of things that don't belong to you anymore that bring your vibration down like fear period. Um, and it's not letting go. I shouldn't say, I hate when people say, let go release this, that, I mean, that's what it is, but it's more importantly, like acknowledging it, seeing it, walking through it, feeling the yuck of it and knowing that it's temporary because you, the, the, the power of love and the power of trust is far more intense than any fear can be. Well, and I would add to that, that one of the, cause one of the things that I talk about on the show all the time is you have to take the time to cultivate your chi. And so many people are lost in their beta brains of frenetic getting worked up in a froth over shit that doesn't matter. And it's really up to you to, to take responsibility for your life and get off your phone, get off the technology, stop answering emails and get outside and meditate and go to yoga and cultivate your damn chi so that you can open up your heart center and you're open to the idea that every day is a beautiful, amazing, great day and to hold a heart of gratitude and to feel the love. I mean, I talk a lot about on the show how everybody's so damn stoic and they don't want to share their emotions or their feelings. And it's like they want to think their way through everything. And it's like we come from love. We're made from love. We are love. We need to operate with love. Mm -hmm. And we haven't been doing that. And so if you don't, if you think that you're going to keep doing what you're doing while simultaneously raising your vibration, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> no, it's like a hamster wheel. Right. So I think that um, I'm excited. You know, we, all of us girls have been talking, um, Sharita, Megan, you, Tanya, we've all been talking about like the, the coming year, what's coming up in 2020. Um, the shifts that are happening, the things that are occurring, how the light workers are coming together and um, how we are getting more in that heart space and how we're starting to really see that shift occur. Um, and, you know, if you made the call in 2018, how it's going to be, you know, pretty damn exciting for us as things start to shift and we start to rise. Yeah. And because Spirit's saying to me, um, there. <laughs> So this may be a little heady, but they said, if you didn't say yes in 2018 to do the work, then you have to say yes in 2019 because the time is now because it's in perfect alignment to propel you forward. And if we've missed the boat in 2018, we're only in February, you could do some catch up work, but like the time is now to say yes, say yes to yourself, say yes to your divine gifts. Again, whatever that looks like to you, but we all have and we all possess this intuition. And if you have a conscious body, which we all do, again, going back to the fascia and the light body and the connected physical light body connected to source, we have that. It ha we house that. Um, it's time to say yes to yourself and empower yourself in that way. 
and say no to the things that no longer serve you. Amen. <laughs> well, you could thank Jesus for that because he just. I stepped love in Jesus. <laughs> he's he's my dude. Um, Jamie, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Um, if people are interested, if you've listened to the show today and you're interested in learning about how to work with Jamie, maybe do work with her. Um, she's an excellent coach in opening up your intuition and, and showing you how to do this. How do they get in contact with you? How do they find you? So I have an Instagram. It's divine alignment underscore Nashville. And also my website is divinealignment.squarespace.com. Um, you can find me at both of those places. There's stalk a, a pl online. Huh? I said you can stalk her online. You can stalk me online. I have a Facebook actually um, that Spirit just showed me to remind me. Um, a Facebook business page or whatever. Also Divine Alignment. Um, but there's a place where you can send me an email too if you're just looking to ask a question or connect um, in that way. Deborah will put together um, show notes to include the information of what we talked about today and also include Jamie's information with the link to her website, divinealignment.squarespace.com, uh, with her Instagram. And then that way you can um, reach out to her and uh, maybe uh, find a way to work with her so that we can all start to light up and get to work. <laughs> Thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me. It was fun and hopefully people enjoyed it. Isn't she amazing? I, you know, as I have done this podcast longer and longer, you know, I, this has always been true to my roots. I have always included, um, more woo into my design practice and, and woo into all that I do. And you may, uh, come to the show, find the show and wonder how all of this plays into our homes and how it plays into, you know, interior design or the, the things that we decorate our homes with. And I think, um, the information, what I really want to drive home with this podcast and the reason that I put this podcast together is that in order to really cultivate home, you have to cultivate self. And in order to cultivate self, you have to cultivate home. So it's this dynamic, it's this paradigm that we have to constantly be working on and I really feel like there's a massive paradigm shift happening. It really started to occur in 2012 where the energy started to shift and it's no longer business as usual. We are no longer doing and accepting and tolerating the things that we have always done. And so I think for really for us to be able to elevate ourselves and to cultivate ourselves, it really does need to be a mind, body, spirit connection. And I think what Jamie is doing really taps into that. And I think that this is the new way of functional medicine. It's actually one of the reasons why I go to one of the biggest functional medicine conferences in the US. It's called Mindshare and I go to it every year in San Diego. And I go because it is a group, it's a, it's a group of over 500 uh, doctors and practitioners and energy healers and really woos that take this line of work very, very seriously. This is not the metaphysical uh, new agey little conference. This is something that is highly uh, intelligent, well-researched, 
um, and really well thought out because this is the wave of the future. This is where we are headed. And this is how we are going to get that mind, body, spirit connection back in alignment. And all three need to be taken into consideration because what do we need to do? We need to cultivate our chi because we can't have our homes in alignment if our chi is out of balance and vice versa. So I hope, I hope that you as my listeners are really starting to tap into that and you get it because this matters. This is how we are going to find true happiness and contentment in our lives. All right, everyone, I hope that you have enjoyed the show today. If you do like the show, be sure to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. We always like to hear back from you and and hear about how the show is helping you, working for you. Uh, and all that good stuff. If you'd like more information about me or to get a floor plan reading, please head on over to the website at gatesinteriordesign.com. And if you'd like to reach out to us via email, you can uh, just type in let's chat at thegatescompany.com. And hey, if you're in Washington, D.C., or if you're in Studio City or surrounding areas in LA, be sure to uh, email us, reach out to us. And if we get enough interest, we'll put together a meetup. All right, everyone. Trust the vibe because the energy never lies.